This Aston Villa season preview edition of the Premier League Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by our Patreon. Score exclusive perks, content and contests, including our NFL win totals contest with a $1,000 prize. Join today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. We're also brought to you by Parley Play. Parley Play is a lead pipe lock-in for Parley and player props. Go to parleyplay.io. Use the promo code SGP for a 100% deposit bonus today. Welcome, everybody, to the Premier League Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Malcolm Bamford, coming to you from Newcastle upon Tyne in the northeast of England. Um, we are here today with uh, the penultimate, I believe, um, episode of our season preview series. We've done a, a podcast for every team, all 20 teams covered. And tonight we are going to cover Aston Villa uh, with the more than capable help of Mr. Barry Penaluna. Baza, uh, we're nearly there soon. We've nearly done it. Two to go. Two to go. Two to go. Um, fantastic. Yeah, so any Villa fans uh, who are joining us for the first time, uh, welcome along, first and foremost. You might hear some Newcastle fans saying nice things about Aston Villa, uh, which hasn't happened for a little while. Um, but wherever you found us this occasion, uh, Spotify, Apple, Google, is where you'll find all of our stuff. Um, Twitter is at SGPN Premier, and YouTube as well at Premier League Gambling Podcast. Uh, we've found some pictures, a couple of pictures a week covering all the Premier League action. Make some bets. Sometimes we do okay, sometimes we don't. Baz was on fire. Uh, in the EFL last weekend. Um, so, yeah, come along and find that. Like, rate, review, subscribe and um, get involved. Yeah, it's always good fun. Uh, plenty of Premier League chat and, and maybe a bet or two that we win along the way. Uh, Baz, Aston Villa. Now, what a funny relationship, I would say, I've had over the years with Aston Villa and sort of Newcastle fans have had over the, the last few years. And then all of a sudden... In the last four months, everybody, we all love each other. What's what's going on there? Do we do, do we all love each other? I think so. Well, it seems like you love them. But no, everyone, know. all Villa Newcastle fans are all delighted that we're knacking up the big, however many they decided is this time. Yeah, I don't don't mind them the fact they're on the up and, and what have you. But I mean, the, the whole thing with Villa wasn't it was brought about by their fan totally overreacting to our relegation. Wasn't it back in 2009? Oh, That's how it all came about, wasn't it? It uh, is. That is how it came about. You're right. It was. It was. It was, it was a completely over the top reaction. Sob on uh, the time, Baz. Sob on the time, aye. Who's the next Messiah and all of that? <laughs> 2009. I mean, it was a miserable, miserable season. It just ha- happened to culminate in a, a defeated Villa. I mean, yeah. Villa, fan, Villa fans might go on like they sent us down, but. We sent ourselves down long before that, to be fair. Yeah, true story. Um, Damien Duff own goal in that one, I seem to remember. Um, Made that worse. I watched that in Terza's bedroom. Of all the miserable places to get relegated as well. (laughs) So, yeah, it all came about from that. Um, All a bit silly, really. I don't know why, because there hadn't really been any rivalry between Newcastle and Villa before. No, not at all. And that that kicked it all off for, for many years, for some reason. Um, obviously I lived in the Midlands for a long time I lived in Worcester so it was all Midlands supporters um, and I think the least respected of all the Midlands fans were Villa 
like West Brom Wolves, uh, the Blues, Birmingham, um, even as far afield, Forest, Coventry, out anything like that, just took the piss out the Villa fans. It was a, they were they didn't get along about much, but they all knew that it was fine to take the piss out the Villa fans. Um, Villa fans were use the past tense were always just a bit whingy and seemed to have they were a bit like Middlesbrough and they had this remarkable ability to stop watching the team in large numbers uh, they, are, they are the only two clubs I've ever known that were able to do that um, I went to Villa Park a couple of times never seen us win as discussed I never went away um, Peter Crouch's debut for Aston Villa Crouch scored in a one all draw Alan Shearer scored that one um, I was at the game where Dwight York was playing up top and we had Shaka Hislop in goal and they knew each other from, I think they played together for Trinidad and Tobago and they played cricket together. So every time they got a corner, they were just arsing around them while cuddling and tickling each other's balls and all that sort of stuff. Um, so I've been to Villa three times, I think, without seeing us win. Um, and then recently we ended up sort of in the championship and Villa won us the league with that Jack Grealish goal uh, that went through his legs. Henry Lansbury's OG was one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Uh, but all of a sudden, like I say, when Newcastle Villa started rattling the top four, um, everyone was uh, started being nice to each other. Um, I'm going to shout out that Villa Watch bloke on Twitter because he's a tit. He might get on the tit list. Um, I think he's so he must he's quite good at his job because I think his sole raison d'être is to annoy Newcastle fans, and he's yeah. very good at it. He uh, but he just gets too many bites, lads. Newcastle fans, just leave him alone, man. Let him get on with it. It's fine. Uh, so there you go. Um, we're going to have a look back on how Villa went last year, um, project how they might go this year and make some betting picks uh, as a result of our chit-chat. I'll tell you first about our Patreon, the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Um, Patreon, you can get exclusive access to contests, uh, including the NFL Win Totals contest. That's got a $1,000 first place prize. Uh, and besides the season-long contests, they've got weekly contests just for the Patreons. The monthly SGP Stories podcast is on there, the Discord channel. Uh, so, yeah, help us prevent corporate gambling. Uh, do your part and sign up today. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. Um, Odds-wise then, Baz. Well, Villa finished seventh last year, 61 points. Uh, to win the league this time around, they are 100 to 1. The top four finish is seven to one. The top six finish is nine to four. The top half finish is then two to nine, minus four fifty. Fifty to one to get relegated, and three to one to finish in the bottom half. Um, if you're talking about Villa last season. You're talking about Aston Villa in two parts. Um, the shambolic Stephen Gerrard um, part, which made me laugh. We didn't want him to do very well. Andy Judy didn't. Um, they only won three of 13 games under Gerard before he got the 9-10 jack. And then Unai Emery came in um, and guided them from way down the bottom all the way up to a seventh place finish uh, in European football next season. Um, Emery's an excellent manager. Emery was offered the Newcastle job. Uh, didn't feel in a position then to take it uh, and sort of walk under the bridge as Eddie Howe's coming and doing excellent but. Um, he's very experienced he's got a clear ideology he's given Villa a clear identity and I think in his second season I mean this is part of the reason I'm so high on the buzz in his second season I think you have to expect improvement again and part of that is what we've just seen in Newcastle Howard half a season finished strong 
And then, wow, you can then see when they really implement what they're trying to do. That's when, and, and add some new players to it. So we've just seen that as a comp. I see Aston Villa very much as a comparison to what Newcastle are doing. Um, so in the second season, I think you have to expect improvement. I think they've got far fewer questions to answer than Liverpool, Chelsea, Tottenham, maybe even Manchester United. Um, and I just don't know why they won't improve. They've spent some good money uh, on good players. And I can only see upside. I don't I don't know why they would go backwards. But I cannot think of a reason why Villa would drop off and finish 10th or 11th or something. Yeah, I mean, I think we're both expecting a good season from Villa. Um, from, you know, the stuff we put out on the other preview shows where we've took Villa to finish above various teams. Um, I mean, it's not a massive revelation. I think the vast majority of people seem to be expecting good things or a good season from Villa this year. As you say, they finished the season strongly, pushed out Spurs from the European spots and have strengthened in the off-season. I mean, there was that run throughout March and April on it, eight wins and two draws, 10-game unbeaten run um, with eight wins, which really projected them up, you know, fired them up that league. They've been unbeaten in pre-season, uh, wins over Valencia, Lazio and Fulham, draws with Brentford, Newcastle and Walsall. And as you say, they've added Diaby, 50 million, and Pau Torres, 30 million. Tillemont's another one on a free. Um, and no significant departures either. Um, so, yeah, I, I think they'll have a good season. What surprised me a little bit is the bookies have them down as ninth favourites for the league. Now, I'm not saying they're going to win the league, but that sort of suggests the bookies have them down as finishing ninth. Um, and as you say, they finished seventh last year. I don't see them dropping back two spaces. That's a seventh um, place finish with a, a handicap as well. They, they started from trap six, like they yeah. uh, they were off. Oh, sorry, in trap one they had a uh, twelve meter twelve meter break on the field. Like, yeah. So I I, I think they'll improve. Um, as I say, Emery's a great manager. The signings they brought in look good. I mean, Derby was one Newcastle were linked with for a while. Uh, looked a real. Quality quality player over in Germany. Um, I think he'll be good. And uh, yeah, just can if they can keep Watkins fit, I can only see them going from strength to strength and being a real challenge for top six and top four spots potentially. Yeah, a full season of uh, Diego Carlos as well. Villa have been shopping very much in the same uh, stores as Newcastle. Uh, Newcastle Twitter had a little melt- meltdown when they signed Diaby. Um, like when anyone signs a player at Newcastle Twitter, I think, oh, we should sign him. Um, and I think we went to Harvey Barnes, which is fine. Um, Diego Carlos, though, was one that Newcastle were very strongly linked with um, yeah. last year. And then he got injured, missed the season. So you get a full season out of him. Uh, poor Terrence. I'm not that keen on T-Elements. I think it's his face, which isn't a great analysis. Do you know what I mean? This is why I'm not on the coaching stuff of a Premier League football club. But he looks like he's made out of plasticine. So I'm not sure that's uh, that's ideal, really, for a holding midfielder. Um, Ollie Watkins was outstanding. Um, and Villa have smashed Newcastle at their, um, at their place. That was a game they were really up for as well. That was a bit like our game against yeah, Arsenal last year. They smashed us 3-3. No. No, no, this match was 3 0. We never got the 3 0 at their place, wasn't it? 3 3. Yeah. Was it? I was going to say, I think I had it the other way around. Yeah, we, we were well 3 3. What are you on about? We do 3 3 at home, didn't we? No, we beat them 4 out. That was the season before, you... Malcolm. Wasn't, man. Oh, I know. <laughs> However, <laughs> looking... you had a bump on yeah. the head. What are you looking at? 
I'm looking at the um, Premier League series from like last week. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> you helmet! <laughs> uh, all those I'm games finished three three. And the last fixture in there was three three, and I'm forgetting we played. Them uh, Baz, oh, what a dickhead! You made a right fool of yourself, there, haven't you? Yeah. Three three nil FPS, four nil that was, you're right. Sorry, Malcolm. Yeah, that I mean that was it, like their statement. They were at the peak of their powers then, and then obviously Newcastle were kind of a, a rival and Villa wanted to put down a marker and absolutely battered us in the Saturday lunchtime game. Um patterns and trends wise, Bazet. Um they were great away from home. They only won six games of nineteen. Um so that needs to change. And that's just not a and Steven Gerrard think because obviously that's a that's a big sample like that's probably two thirds of, of the, those away games uh, were under Emery they lost at Crystal Palace they lost at Wolves they lost at Fulham they lost at Bournemouth um, even back into the year they lost 1-0 at Man United when Man United were really struggling and they've got to go and do better um, they only picked up two points on their last four away games and this is again when they were absolutely flying towards um, towards the end of the season so they need to improve that. They scored a lot of first-half goals, but at home. Uh, 68% of games they'd notched in the first half. Might be an angling. They were out the traps quickly. Um, well, I think it is quite hard to project a lot of that stuff onto this season because, say, we are seeing like two-thirds of, of an Emory season. Um, bets then, Baz. I am high on Villa. Um, the more I've looked at it, I go back to my first page. I made this little crude... Premier League table probably three weeks ago now I had Villa in seventh um, and as we've gone on I've got Little Arrow here Baz this Little Arrow goes ooshed all the way up there to fifth is where it goes uh, Liverpool have dropped to sixth and Chelsea have dropped to seventh so I've got Liverpool, Villa finishing in fifth place so tra- translate that into some bets um, top six is nine to four plus 225 I think that's a really good bet for Villa even if they're not as good as my fifth you need to ah, cover around a bit more, Malcolm. You can get 11 to 4 for Villa to finish top six, so plus 275. Yeah. Oh, well, there you go. Um, I mean, with always, that, yeah, just depends whichever book I open on the day, I'll use one rather than flicking around. That's your job. I can't do everything for you. Um, so, yeah, 11 to 4, that's even better, Baz. Uh, bite your hand off. Not quite brave enough to go top four at 7 to 1. You can probably find bigger as well. Um, there are loads of good options, though. Obviously, if you're high on a team, there's always good options in the finish higher than markets. Um, I've got two. One of them's short. One of them's not going to make you rich, but Villa to finish higher than Spurs is 6-5, plus 120. But uh, Villa to finish higher than Liverpool is 13-2, 6.5-1. Liverpool have got a lot of questions to answer at the minute. They haven't got a midfield for a start. Alexis McCullough's going to be stood there. Like, hello, where's everybody else? There isn't any. They're all gone. They've all got to Saudi Arabia, Alexis. Um, I'm not, don't fancy the back four. There's nothing to address that. And then they've got all of those blokes who are going to run around and score loads of goals. Um, they've, they're shaky, is what they are. Um, I think Villa can do them in, Baz, at 13 to 2. Oh, bold, bold pick. I like it. Um, Thank you very much. Yeah, as I say, Boogie's having, having Villa down is around ninth, and I think it's a bit low. So, similar to you, it opens up a few options in the market for Villa to finish above teams like Brighton, Spurs, Chelsea. Uh, I didn't look as high as Liverpool. I've got Liverpool finished above them. I've got Villa up in sixth, though. Um, if I was going for a short price one, then Villa to finish above Spurs, six to five, plus 120. Um, but I, I've got them in the top six, and I think 11 to four, plus 275 for Villa to finish in the top six is a good bet. Yes. 
I love that Baz. I've just scribbled out my 94 and put some 11 to 4 on. Um, okay, so we're going to have a look at um, some fantasy players that might have come on the radar for Villa as well. Um, I'll tell you about Parley Play. Um, Parley Play is a great way to get down on uh, your favourite Parley player props. Uh, NFL season is right around the corner. Parley Play will have all your favourite props. Parley Play is available in a ton of states including California and Texas, plus our good friends up north. Uh, Parlor Play is available in a bunch of provinces in Canada. Uh, when you sign up with our code, you'll get a sweet bonus to get started. Um, a Parlor Play that I like very much is uh, Manchester City to win the league and Sheffield United to finish bottom uh, at plus 450. Head over to parlayplay.io. Use the promo code SGP for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's parlayplay.io. Promo code SGP. Um, so we do have a listener league uh, running for Fantasy Premier League this year. Uh, if any Villa fans want to come and have a game, uh, by all means, come and have a game. The code you need is CVVQAB. Um, Baz, I haven't written any phonetics down for this. We're going to have to bring it. Uh, Crouch. Any Vs? Come on, help me out. Oh, I'm struggling. Villa. Crouch, Villa, Villa. Quinn. There's always a Quinn. <laughs> Crouch, Villa, Villa. Quinn. Aston. Ben Techie. Oh, Ben Techie. Uh, Crouch, Villa, Villa. Quinn. Aston, Ben CVV, QAB. Well done, Baz. Uh, Christian Ben always had the short sleeve shirt and the gloves and I never understood that it's a strange combo isn't it yeah uh, interesting it is interesting um, there's money up for grabs uh, Villa fans 150 quid if you want it um, there's merch me and Baz are both merched up tonight we're proper corporate shills aren't we Baz we'll do anything for the Yankee dollar it's embarrassing um, <laughs> and the egg in a cup cup as well money can't buy that sort of shit um, so come and enter and have a game with us um, Baz, you are the FPL expert, so uh, Villa players, who we who we picking? Malcolm, you've, you've finished every show telling everyone I'm the FPL expert, and I'm a little bit concerned that people are going to have expectations of me. What I'd quite like to do mainly is distance myself from just being yeah. shite at it. So if I put it on your toes, and kind yeah. of people... If, if being yeah, better than you makes me an expert, then then so. <laughs> you're an expert. Um, I mean, there's there's one name that that jumps straight off the page. That's that's Watkins, eight million for a striker who scored 176 points last year in fantasy Premier League, uh, 15 goals and eight assists last year. He's definitely one on the radar. Particularly, I originally had Gabriel Jesus in there. I'm still not sure whether I'd want to go with the Chelsea striker Jackson. If I don't go with Jackson, it might well be Watkins that starts the season for me. Uh, defensively, Pau Torres at four and a half million. It's a cheap price in a team that we expect to go well. So Torres is definitely one to keep an eye on. Uh, but the most intriguing one for me is Diaby. Six and a half million in midfield. Firmly on the watch list for me. He could even sneak into my team before Saturday. He's in that same price bracket as players like Matoma, March, and Ciso from Brighton. You've got Eze from Palace. I think less people will be starting with Diaby because he's new to the league. Um, but I think he could become a bit of a bandwagon if he starts well. So 
six and a half million. If he does start well, he's, he's suddenly going to end up in a lot of teams. I think he's had a good pre-season for them as well. I was just going to have a quick look to see what his goals. He's definitely got at least one in pre-season. Uh, he got two, I think. I think I saw him lots a couple of his first two games. Scored against Brentford, scored against Fulham. So he's off to a decent start there. So six and a half million, I think that could look a bargain by the time we get a month into the season. Um, so I'm I'm very tempted with Diaby uh, from the off. All right, I'm going to give you a uh, would you rather in here, Baz, because there's another six and a half million midfielder who was in my team that you haven't mentioned. Um, and that is Harvey Barnes. So uh, Diaby or Harvey Barnes, Baz? Harvey Barnes scores like minimum 13 goals a season. Yeah. I mean... The reason I haven't got Harvey Barnes at this point is because of Newcastle's fixtures. Um, okay. And that's That would be the only thing f- for me. I mean, I'm just looking. Villa start with Newcastle, Everton, Burnley, Liverpool, Palace, Chelsea. Newcastle, yeah. horrible start. Villa, Man City, Liverpool, Brighton. Uh, it's them first four. Man City, Liverpool, Brighton and, and Villa in your first four games. It, it's putting me off any Newcastle players, but that's not to say I wouldn't move. From yeah, you could take you could take Diaby for Villa's first three games, Newcastle, Everton, Burnley. You're getting two really favourable fixtures there, and then when Villa play Liverpool away, you switch over at that point to Harvey Barnes. So that'd be yeah. my thinking from the off. Diaby, um, long term, probably Harvey Barnes at this stage. Yeah, fair enough. Um, nice one, Baz. Um, We've knocked that out in uh, pretty record. This might be the quickest one we've uh, we've knocked out so far, but it was pretty positive, really. Uh, it's a bit weird saying I'm kind of quite looking forward to watching Villa uh, this season, but I do think that anyone who's getting amongst uh, Tottenham and Arsenal and uh, Liverpool and Man United, uh, if they're going to help us um, rattle those teams, then I'm all for it. Like, So um, you've got any other strong Villa thoughts before we let the people go? No, nope, that's all from me. Ready to move on to the next one. We've got to record our million dollar show. Million the million dollar show is coming out too. Yeah, the, the, oh. the concept of that is we're going to take a million fun pounds. We're going to bet it on anything we like. Uh, Premier League futures for the rest of the season. So uh, we did all right with the World Cup million dollars, million pounds uh, to American. But yeah, so go and listen to that. Go and listen to everything. Um, make some bets. Come back and join us again. Uh, until then... We will see you down the road. Cheers.